Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist. My name is Nasser Pasha. And I'm Matt Staub. That's Matt Staub. <laughs> Episode 191, in, uh, about to be put into the books of uh, records, probably. I, I suspect that this episode in particular will probably end up in the Library of Congress. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but someday. Yeah, probably not, but. Well, what I mean by that is I'm going to I'm going to take the episode and then walk into the Library of Congress. OK, <laughs> then it will happen. I'll agree with you next time in D.C. So, you know, the more I think about the story we're talking about today, I think I might have actually gotten an invite for this app in the past. If it wasn't this one, it was a similar one. My mother-in-law sent me this request for an app, and I, I don't know if it was Zora. Is it Zora, I'm assuming? Yeah, Zora, except now it says Zora is now a click software solution. I don't know what that means. So it was something where it would basically just track wherever you were 24-7, 365, because I got the request. I was like, I, I'm definitely not doing this. Like, I don't... <laughs> Why do you? She said to like all a bunch of people in the family. It's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't. Oh, okay, yeah. There's there's other apps like that. I think my family used Life 360, which you can see where your family is at all time. That was it. That was it. Oh, that yeah. that's completely different than what I think this is. But Same, anyway, similar idea. Yeah, it's tracking. So <laughs> would have been more appropriate, I guess, than what happened here. So this was a woman in California who worked for this company. And I guess part of the requirement for her job was to have the Zora app on her smartphone. It's a job management app. I guess that's a big difference is it's a it's a job management app with the capability of monitoring as a GPS where people go. So that is the difference. Yeah. Okay. But still, the idea is still there. So she had that on her phone and I think she was said she was okay. You know, she was fine with it. Her employees were fine with it when they're working. But the problem is when they leave the office, it's on the employee's phones, and so it'll just track wherever they go. So it's essentially just a, a GPS for that. So that's my live 360, whatever aspect to it. And so she didn't like this aspect of it, and I think most people wouldn't as an employee. And so she deleted it from her phone, and the employer responded by firing her because said that she needed to have it on her phone. So I guess I haven't looked at the actual or haven't used the actual app itself. So I don't know how crucial, what, if there's a easier alternative that this employer could have used to achieve a similar thing that didn't track where she was at 24-7. But yeah, I mean, there's obviously some clear privacy issues with this story, especially when they leave the office. Employers are funny sometimes. I mean, I, they want to have so much control over their employees. My first question is why? This person is an, a sales executive. Why do you need to know where they're at 24 seven? Or frankly, even during the job, like what's like, do you have such mistrust of your employees that you know you, you wanna micromanage them that way? It seems, seems strange to me, no? With certain exceptions, you shouldn't really care what your employees do when they leave the office. I mean. They're in there for the time they're paid to work, and the other time it's their time. They take the money that they've used by working for you and do things that they like to do. Or, I mean, I don't have employees myself, but I don't think I would really care to keep tabs on them outside of the office. Like I said, so long as they're not doing anything illegal or 
being on the news for something that's gonna <laughs> gonna be a, a bad name for the company. Yeah. So let's break this down here. Some of these allegations that she's making are are a problem, I think, for the employer if they're true. And I think the I think the main reason everyone needs to understand that this is California. California within its state's constitution actually has a privacy protection within its governing law. This is much different in the sense that even our federal constitution doesn't have a right to privacy. There's some thought that it might be implied and so forth, but that's a separate issue. But it explicitly states it in California. And because of that, California has extended that every employee has a reasonable expectation of privacy for their acts. And so that's why maybe we've discussed in the past when it comes to monitoring email and things like that, there are some things that people don't have a reasonable expectation of privacy, especially when it comes to work computers. And even then, it's still encouraged to make sure that they're made aware. But I think I think we can all agree that people have a reasonable expectation of privacy when they're off work at home Mm -hmm. and they're going to dinner and their boss knows where exactly you are at at any time. That seems way past the line. Yeah, I don't even think it's an argument. I I think that's it's just pretty obvious. There's a line, it's drawn in the sand and definitely have crossed it. It's it's so outrageous to to monitor someone in that capacity outside of work. I guess the employer in this situation, I don't know if they necessarily cared about knowing all of that, but it was the fact that they terminated her as a result of it, of her deleting the app. So, I mean, it seems like that's what he cared about first and foremost. And so one of the things you can see here, one of the things is wrongful termination. And that's kind of an interesting aspect of this is that because she turned off the app or uninstalled the app that I believe was her phone. And there was some discussion, if this was a company phone, would it make any difference? And I would, I, I don't think so, because I don't know if she had a right to uninstall the app in the sense that, okay, because she uninstalled the app and now she gets terminated, was that the illegal act? I think the aspect that she was uninstalling it for purposes of protecting her privacy has to be connected to the actual uninstalling of the app, if that makes sense. Say that one more time. So what I'm trying to say is that if you're requiring a employer to have an app on their phone mm-hmm. and they uninstall it and you terminate them for that, that's not an illegal termination most likely because that may be a condition upon employment. Yeah. But because the app, and let's say we, it's, it's being alleged that this app invades her privacy and she, in order to protect her privacy, she uninstalls the app, that's the problem, right? Is because, because of this privacy aspect. Without that connection, then there would be a whole different story. And part of the problem with this particular application is that apparently, and I was looking to this, I forget what it's called already. You thought it was Life360, which it's not. It's called uh, Click Software now. I guess it changed its name. It used to be called Zora, (laughs) X-O-R-A. But point is, I don't think there's a way for the administrator to turn off the GPS in the sense that once you have it on, it's on. And so if if you think about it, if if she was given a work phone, you know, separate from a personal phone, which maybe she turned off and on when she was on duty, then this wouldn't be an issue. But because it's required to be on her personal device, she wants to use her phone unless she uninstalls the app and installs it as she leaves and, and goes to work, she really has no other option other than to uninstall the app in order to protect her privacy. Yeah, I, I mean, I just assumed that was the case that she couldn't turn it off. And I guess that would be an option for her to uninstall it every day she leaves and install it back. But 
it's a lot of work to have someone to do. Like I said, there's a bunch of claims that she's she's making here, causes of action. And I think some like the privacy things he pretty clear cut and the labor ones might be more difficult to prove just to kind of depends. But at the end of the day, we assume that this is just going to be another settlement and we're not going to get a court ruling on how how they approach this. So I think it's unfortunate. I mean, I'm just guessing what's going to happen. But if that's the case, it's unfortunate because we. I'd like to get some sort of opinion, especially in California, on on how they view this and what the limits are. I mean, I think it would be, it's pretty clear that they can't employers can't monitor where their employees go outside of the office after work uh, after they're done working for that day. So I'd be interested to see what the limits were in terms of. So like, let's say there's a company cell phone and she takes it home and it has like the map my iPhone on it or similar thing and they can just see where she's at. You know, at that point, that's a little bit different because it's a company issued phone and maybe it's supposed to be cared for in a different way. I don't know. It's it's. I wish we this would get more fleshed out because I feel like we're not going to get a, the answer that we want. I, yeah, I think you're right. It's probably going to be, especially with the publicity now that it has because I mean, that's that's how we came across it. And I'm looking at the plaintiff's attorney and seeing what, what more they have to say. Looks like a Gail Glick. Could be a girl's name or a guy's name, but she... Oh, Gail. Yeah, I know Gail. Oh, you know Gail. Okay. Gail Glick. But I think I was just trying to figure out if I should say he or she, but I'm going to assume it's a she just, just for the heck of it. But she brings up the issue that not only was the GPS never turned off, but the management actually used the monitoring off work time. And she says that by because apparently the management knew when she was driving, how fast she was going or whether she was speeding or not and time spent at, on other locations and so forth. But would this make any difference if the management company never used the app to monitor her on her personal time, just didn't look at that time? I don't, I don't think it would because the fact that it's not turned off because that data is available there's no way to protect your privacy in the sense that how do you know that your management is not using the app for that purpose? Yeah, I mean, I think it would change things in the aspect of she would get less money out of the settlement that's going to happen. But now that was, yeah, that was the mistake saying that statement. And I mean, really, like who, like who cares? Like why, why is that guy, I mean, if that's what you're spending your time doing, that's not a very fun way to live your life in my opinion. But I mean, I agree with you. It's just the fact that it's on the phone and it's tracking her, whether they looked at it or not, probably not going to make a huge difference. I mean, they could have just lied. They could have always just lied about it too. I guess if you logged in and checked it out, but if you like, you don't know if I'm looking at a phone right now. (laughs) Exactly. I guess the app could be open, but yeah. (laughs) I'm so annoyed about my office right now. My lights turned off because the motion detector turned like I have this motion detector in my office. So like if if no one's in here, it turns off, but it's ridiculous because after 15 minutes it turns off and I press some buttons and now I won't even turn on manually. So I have no idea what's going on. So I may have to just sit here in the dark. Lights out. I think that means we, the episode was so good that we shut the lights off. It's probably not going to get dark for another hour, but it's storming outside. So that's why it looks so dark in here. Wasn't there supposed to be pretty crazy storms there that already happened or? Oh yeah. Well, it's been going through Texas and all week it's been a storm pretty much. It's rained pretty hard all day, which I love. I have a great view from my office to see it, which I always enjoy the, the stormy weather here. Good to know. Sorry, I had to complain about the lights because it's it's very distracting. Anyway, so bottom line is that I, I think it's fine. I mean, this app is actually pretty useful. I was looking at it because it's good for like delivery. If your people have, if you have a workforce that's 
constantly out there and th- and and there's a lot of reasons why you want to track to make sure even for a legal liability perspective to make sure that they're on the job whether if they get into an accident that you can show whether or not they were actually on the job or within their scope of employment or if they're dilly-dallying out there and you know for recourse of actual keeping discipline so even though i said in the beginning why do you want to keep track of your employees to such an extent I understand the the benefit from it, yeah. But then at the same time, like if if you get some pushback from your employees saying, "Hey, look, you can track me while I'm home," that's not right. Just give me a company cell phone and we can we can be fine. But if, but no, they want to save money, of course, and just have the employees you know use their personal cell phone device. Oh yeah, I mean I, I'm with you on that. I I like I mean the idea of them using it to track things during work for work purposes. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, obviously the the clear line of but. I, I, you know, I just want to reiterate this lawsuit's, I think, very unique to California because there's not a lot of other states that have these kinds of privacy protections, but goes to show you that that means that there are employees out there in other states that would not necessarily be protected in these same ways. But at the same time, I still think there may be some recourse, but very limited. Yeah, I can't even record a phone call. I have to get the consent of the other side as well. It's ridiculous in this state. Uh, no, yeah, not in Texas. You can pretty much you can pretty much record what you want. Which was the craziest thing about that Donald Sterling lawsuit? But not that. Well, actually, obviously, that's not the craziest thing about that Donald Sterling incident. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, that's not the craziest. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's our episode for the day. Let's shut the lights off. We we got to take a moment here. This is going to be in the Library of Congress, so. I'd say let's let's shut the lights off. <laughs> lights are still off. I'm gonna work on this right now after we get done here. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Yep. Keep it sound, keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up to date and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.